Today is the 5th of December, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to share in a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. Greetings from a, a rather, rather chilly, really cold Cornwall today. Really, it's cold. Winter has finally arrived. If you're joining us for the first time, you haven't joined us to listen to, to the weather forecast, but let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget, there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way, we would really would, would appreciate it if you could. Or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrow.co.uk. Again, links are all in the episode notes. We always start each episode of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Lord God, Heavenly Father, you have made yourself known on earth so that we may love you and so that we can be loved by you. Give us your spirit, we pray. Give us your spirit to strengthen us in the life and the work that you offer us. Watch over us all of our ways. Wherever your children are sighing and calling for you, Protect and guide them with your mighty hand. Let your kingdom spread over the whole world, over all people, over all races and nations, that we may become united as servants of Jesus Christ, to your honour and your glory. Amen. John 6 verse 20 Jesus told them, It's me. Don't be afraid. In today's chapter of John, in one of the accounts in today's chapter of John, we read about Jesus walking on the water. The disciples are out in a boat, they see Jesus, the wind is blowing, and they're freaked out by the fact that Jesus is walking on the water. I mean, wouldn't you be? I probably would. And Jesus calls to them above the wind and the waves and says, It's me. Don't be afraid. And it got me thinking, how often have we found ourselves in difficult situations or difficult times and we see Jesus coming, and we get freaked out even more, simply because we don't recognize him, or maybe we simply are not expecting him to turn up. Both of these things are actually quite difficult to admit. Firstly, not recognizing Jesus should, in a sense, fill us with just a little bit of shame. And I'm not into shaming people, but we should be able to, as people of God, to be able to recognize Jesus. How can we not recognize Jesus unless we don't know as well as we truly should? And secondly, if we aren't expecting him to be there, then what does that say about our faith, or more importantly, about our lack of faith? But maybe there is a third thing happening here. Maybe we are in the midst of the storm that we're in for God to teach us something. And maybe it's the answer to the questions about faith and whether or not we know Jesus. Maybe God is using this teachable moment to help us to recognize Jesus and invite him into the boat with us. That way, the next time we're being swamped and we're scared, we'll recognize Jesus for who he is. Walking alongside us every step of the way saying, It's me. Don't be afraid. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we read John 6. 
Loving God, as we read the words of John today, help us to hear them with wisdom. Help us to respond to them with grace. Your wisdom and your grace. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the God's Word translation, and today I'm reading John 6. John later crossed the other side of the Sea of Galilee, or the Sea of Tiberias. A large crowd followed him because they saw the miracles that he performed for the sick. Jesus went up a mountain and sat with his disciples. The time for the Jewish Passover festival was near. As Jesus saw a large crowd coming to him, he said to Philip, Where can we buy bread for these people to eat? Jesus asked this question to test him. He already knew what he was going to do. Philip answered, We would need about a year's wages to buy enough bread for each of them to have a piece. One of Jesus' disciples, Andrew, who was Simon Peter's brother, told him, A boy who has five loaves of barley bread and two small fishes here, 
but they won't go very far for so many people. Jesus said, Have the people sit down. The people had plenty of grass to sit on. There were about 5,000 men in the crowd. Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to the people who were sitting there. He did the same with the fish. All the people ate as much as they wanted. When the people were full, Jesus told the disciples, Gather the leftover pieces so that nothing will be wasted. The disciples gathered the leftover pieces of bread and filled twelve baskets. When the people saw the miracle Jesus performed, they said, This man is certainly the prophet who is to come into the world. Jesus realized that the people intended to take him by force and make him king, so he returned to the mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went to the sea. They got into a boat and started to cross the sea to the city of Capernaum. By this time it was dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. A strong wind started to blow and stir up the sea. After they had rowed three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea. He was coming near the boat, and they became terrified. Jesus told them, It's me. Don't be afraid. So they were willing to help Jesus into the boat. Immediately the boat reached the shore where they were going. On the next day the people were still on the other side of the sea. They noticed that there was only one boat there, and that Jesus had not stepped into that boat with his disciples. The disciples had gone away without him. The other boats from Tiberias arrived near the place where they had eaten the bread after the Lord gave thanks. When the people saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into these boats and went to the city of Capernaum to look for Jesus. When they found them on the other side of the sea, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus replied to them, I can guarantee this truth. You're not looking for me because you saw miracles. You're looking for me because you ate as much of those loaves as you wanted. Don't work for food that spoils. Instead, work for the food that lasts into eternal life. This is the food the Son of Man will give you. After all, the Father has placed his seal of approval on him. The people asked Jesus, What does God want us to do? Jesus replied to them, God wants to do something for you, so that you believe in the one whom he has sent. The people asked him, What miracle are you going to perform so that we can see it and believe in you? What are you going to do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the desert. Scripture says he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said to them, I can guarantee this truth. Moses didn't give you bread from heaven, but my Father gives you the true bread from heaven. God's bread is the man who comes from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread all the time. Jesus told them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never become hungry, and whoever believes in me will never become thirsty. I told you that you have seen me, however you don't believe in me. Everyone whom the Father gives me will come to me. I will never turn away anyone who comes to me. I haven't come from heaven to do what I want to do. I've come to do what the one who sent me wants me to do. The one who sent me doesn't want me to lose any of those he gave me. He wants me to bring them back to life on the last day. My Father wants all those who see the Son and believe in him to have eternal life. He wants me to bring them back to life on the last day. The Jews began to criticize Jesus for saying, I am the bread that came from heaven. They asked, Isn't this man Jesus, Joseph's son? Don't we know his father and his mother? How can he say now, I came from heaven? 
Jesus responded, Stop criticizing me. People do not come to me unless the Father who sent me brings them to me. I will bring these people back to life on the last day. The prophets wrote, God will teach everyone. Those who do what they have learned from the Father come to me. I am saying that no one has seen the Father. Only the one who is from God has seen the Father. I can guarantee this truth. Every believer has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert and died. This is the bread that comes from heaven, so that whoever eats it won't die. I am the living bread that came from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. The bread that I will give to bring life to the world is my flesh. The Jews began to quarrel with each other. They said, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus told them, I can guarantee this truth. If you don't eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you do not have the source of life in you. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood have eternal life, and I will bring them back to life on the last day. My flesh is true food, and my blood is true drink. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood live in me, and I live in them. The Father who has life sent me, and I live because of the Father. Those who feed on me will live because of me. This is the bread that came from heaven. It's not like bread your ancestors ate. They eventually died. Those who eat this bread will live forever. Jesus said this while he was teaching in a synagogue in Capernaum. When many of Jesus' disciples heard him, they said, What he says is hard to accept. Who wants to listen to him anymore? Jesus was aware that his disciples were criticizing his message. So Jesus asked them, Did what I say make you lose faith? What if you see the Son of Man go where he was before? Life is spiritual. Your physical existence doesn't contribute towards that life. The words that I have spoken to you are spiritual. They are life, but some of you don't believe. Jesus knew from the beginning those who wouldn't believe and the one who would betray him. So he added, That is why I told you that people cannot come to me unless the Father provides the way. Jesus' speech made many of his disciples go back to the lives they had led before they followed Jesus. So Jesus asked the twelve apostles, Do you want to leave me too? Simon answered Jesus, Lord, to what person could we go? Your words give eternal life. Besides, we believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Jesus replied, I chose all twelve of you, yet one of you is a devil. Jesus meant Judas, son of Simon Iscariot. Judas, who was one of the twelve apostles, would later betray Jesus. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about some of those quite complex, quite theologically difficult words of John. As always, after the music, we're going to pray.
before we pray, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line through the usual channels. The links are all in the episode notes down below. We'd love to be able to pray for you and just lift you up wherever you are. We're also continuing, sorry, I'll try that again. We're also continuing to pray for the situation in the Ukraine, for the war in Ukraine, that it would come to an end. A really, really powerful, peaceful end. Does that make sense? I hope it does. It does in my head. But today we're going to be praying for those people who are providing food services and also for those who are in need. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray, shall we? Loving God, Jesus ate food, and while he ate, he taught. How many times did your son sit at the table with tax collectors and sinners and teach them about your love and grace? So, Father, today we pray for those providing food. Soup kitchens, food banks, wherever that may case may be. We ask, Lord, that that food would be nourishing. Lord, we pray that you would encourage those who are thinking about joining to sign up. And we ask those who are preparing and delivering food to seek your will and your guidance. Lord Jesus, you tell us that where two or more are gathered together, you are there. And so today we ask that you would teach those who are there and that they would become closer to you. They would come to know you. And so we commit that time to you, God. We ask that you bless it and use it for your kingdom. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lord, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Thank you.